everyone and welcome to Share the Load, brought to you by Health and Gear. The Share the Load podcast will bring you stories from Australian truck drivers and the industry as we discuss challenges faced by drivers and ways to feel healthier and happier on the road and at home. I'm Frank Arcego, your host. I've been working in suicide prevention in male-dominated industries for the past 11 years. I'm a massive sports fan. I love the Giants and the AFL follow the Raiders in the Rugby League, and in the NBL, I'm a big New Zealand Breakers fan. So don't hold that against me. I hope we can still have a chat. Today, I'll be speaking to Glenn Kendall, more commonly known as Yogi from Kendall's Trucking Co. Yogi is a third generation owner truck driver and is known for his time on Outback Truckers, his induction into the National Transport Insurers Hall of Fame, and winning the Scania Truck Driver Champion. Today, Yogi and I will be chatting about the challenges he's faced keeping his health and well-being in check when he's out on the road. But before we begin, I want to mention that some of the topics covered in this podcast discuss mental health. For more information, visit the episode show notes. Otherwise, make sure you subscribe and leave a review to let us know what you think. For support and resources to stay well on the road, check out www.healthingear.com.au or give us a call on 1800 in gear now for today's interview welcome to the podcast yogi yeah thank you how are you doing today today is a good day yeah today is a really good day i'm actually home today so i've been away for a about 10 days now, and uh, yeah, we're home today, so really good. I'm sun shining, uh, yeah, 100 k's north of Esperance, and uh, home in about six or seven hours, so looking forward to it, so yeah, good day. Lovely to hear. It's always <laughs> nice to get back home, right, Yogi? Uh, yeah, it is, it is. Oh, look, at, you know, I don't spend enough time at home with the job and with the nature of the job and what we do and where we go. So the idea of getting home on a Thursday, and with the slight possibility that Friday might be no work. So I'm a little bit excited about that one, you know. So yeah, we'll see how we go. So it should be it should be a pretty good sort of day. And uh yeah, good thing, good thing, good thing. Excellent, excellent. Just once again, thanks for joining us on our podcast. You're pretty well known out there, Yogi. You've put yourself out there in, in a lot of places and become a recognized figure in the industry. And there are a long line of drivers in your family. I believe dad and granddad were drivers. Yeah. Yeah. So what I'd like to start off with is maybe if you could share a story, maybe in your younger days, uh, got you exposed to the industry and, and what got you here? Yeah. We, well, so yeah, I am third generation in trucks. I've been trucking for 24 years. Uh, I've enjoyed every bit of the trucking life that I've had. I was exposed to to trucks oh, at, at a very, very young age, you know, like so yeah, dad was uh log truck driving out of Austin, Victoria, and mum was milking cows. And and uh any chance I could, I went with dad. You know, we spent I just spent every minute of the waking day. Unfortunately, I didn't get to know my dad's dad. He passed before I come on the scene, but he was a he had a fleet in Orbost and a, and a heap of trucks in Orbost, and dad's one of ten and a heap of brothers and bits and pieces and and um 
yeah, so dad's always driven trucks. So what, what I've seen with dad, uh, that he can he can make a good life out of trucking. You, if you work hard and you get up in the morning and you go to work and you do all these things in life, that you know, you'll make a good life for your family. And he, we were lucky enough that he moved us to a country town and then worked in a bigger town in or he worked out of Melbourne driving trucks. So we could grow up in a in a town of five, six hundred people and then dad drove trucks all day, every day, you know. And so so he showed me what a good life it can be. So that's why I think I like the West Australian life. I think I love where I live because of that reason. You know, that dad and, and mum both worked and and yeah, they just I, I just any chance I can. So any school holidays, dad got up at um 21 years. So I, I right through my teenage years, we were going to bed at 8.30, you know, which is a bit odd, but we were. And, and I'd get up at 3.30 every every day I could, every day, no matter where it was and what we were doing. I think I conned mum and dad more often than not that there was nothing going on at school and I probably don't need to be there. You know, like it would be fine, yeah. it would be fine. I've got to go to bigger. I mean, dad needs help, you know. And I'd just be in the truck. And I remember growing up in a cab over Scania, which in its time is not a very big truck at all. And I remember that uh, you just used to poke my head next to dad and, and just be there. I remember he told me that one day we we pulled into this chip mill to unload and he said, boy, don't, don't, don't get out. Get out, all right? Just stay behind the curtain. You'll get, you'll get kicked out of here. You can't be in the chip mill. I said, yeah, no drama. So first thing I did was pop my head out and say, how you going, mate? You know, they knew I sat in a, sat in a security hut with a bloke while dad went in and unloaded, you know, so <laughs> I got booted out. You know, I think it was at the chip mill because back then you can't be on the wharf, you know, that's not right. So. Yeah, so anyway, he reckons I sat in the, at the um, sat in the Eden uh, chip mill security house and drank coke and ate Mars bars and was off my head for the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, so he's a kid, so yeah, but I loved it. So the trucking life's been great. It was, it's been great to my family and my previous, you know, my, my family, so yeah, my other family. I can hear the loved experiences yeah. and the stories that do come with being part of the industry and being in a whole lot of different places. So. With all those experiences and stuff, what are some of the key changes that you've noticed in the industry? Yeah, that's that's a hard one. That, that's a yeah. that's a hard hard question to answer because you kind of want to go look. You know, we're we're having a good chat and we're positive about what we're doing, but I honestly don't think I've seen any positive changes. I, I really think at the moment, I think we're just forcing stuff. I've said this for a long time. We're overregulating an overregulated industry. And for me, what I'm what I'm seeing is technologies that somebody thinks is good for one, which is generally not working for everybody. So, the te- if you so if your voice is loud enough in the industry, you'll get these technologies through. So, I don't I don't particularly like camera technologies. I don't particularly like electronic fatigue, you know, maintenance. I don't particularly like any of that. I like the idea of when Dad was trucking and we're running up and down to him and we're going all over Victoria of the romance of looking through the windscreen, you know, look, that's what I like and that's what I enjoy and that's what I want to do. But I understand that, you know, whether we're tailing, tailing sort of making a market to suit a truck driver or making the truck driver to suit the market, I don't know. But the changes have been interesting and, and I think that's the one thing I have noticed in the industry is that, yeah, the, the, the technology is there, but whether it needs to be there, I'm, I'm, I'm the jury's out for me. Right. Okay, Yogi. So mm. there are obviously a variety of different elements that are, are coming into the industry from a variety of different sources. Do you feel safer on the road? No, no, God, no. No, no, we can get flogged. We can get flogged to death with safety. And, and there's a lot of people making a lot of good changes in safety, don't get me wrong, you know, but I don't feel any safer on the road than I did, you know, 
20 years ago when I started, you know, 20, 24 years ago, or when I started kicking with dad when I was eight, you know, or six, when I, when I reckon I feel any safer then, like, because I reckon back then there was a lot more professionalism in the industry. I think now that's all gone. I think, like I said, I think you've, you've been pushed to fit into the mold. Yeah. And I, and I don't know if the mold fits everybody, you know, like I, I haven't got a GPS in here. I haven't got, any electronics in here at all. And I, look, that's me. I don't, I just don't like it. I like the idea of I've got a map book, I read where I'm going, I look at what I'm doing, I make it happen, I work it out, I plan my trip, you know. So everything I've done, everything I do, and I work on my fatigues and I and I, I know my tired times. I know I'm I'm hopeless. I'm a big bear that hibernates in his cave after about 9.30. I can't function after 9 o'clock, 9.30 at night. No good. But I also like I was up this morning and up past four, you know, so... Yeah, that's what I did last night. I pulled up at 9.30 and got up at half past four this morning. But but that doesn't fit into the fatigue mould. The mould is eight till midnight. Or eight till ten, I think, is what they kind of want you to work in the industry. And it doesn't work for me, you know. Yeah. 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 So it's hard. It's hard. It's hard to see. It's hard to watch. And I think I'm uh, I think I'm maybe stepping into the grumpy old truck driver stage being the grand old age of 45 that I am, you know. Ancient. And, uh, you know, being away for that amount of time. And I've only been doing this for a little while. I don't even know, 24 years is a long time, you know. But, you know, it, um, I think, yeah, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm understanding. Like, I, I've got six really good mates that are owner operators around Australia. And, I, and I'm not the young, I'm not the oldest, I'm not the youngest. I'm mid-pack, but the rest of them are mid-40s to 50s. And uh, and I get what they're saying now because I'm sort of like, why, why, why are you boys doing this? Why are you boys doing this? Why are we in this? And why aren't we doing this? And why aren't we pushing for this? And they're like, nah, mate, we've been flogged to death on this and flogged to death on that and flogged to death on this, you know. Like, and I get what they're saying now. Like, what what's the point in trying? There is a point in trying in everything we do, but I get what they're saying, you know, with a lot of respect. Yeah. Okay. Well, as you're aware, Health and Gear as a program is looking to provide some support for the guys that are going to have a crack and continue to promote the things that really matter in the industry. Because when you step up, uh, we obviously all need some support, which we might not have had. So when we decide to have a crack at some things, those those sort of decisions do impact on people with regards to your general well-being and so forth. So Yogi, yep. with regards to just general health and well-being, how do you view that? You know, as a bloke that's in the industry, how important is that to you? Uh, yeah, extremely important. Yeah, and uh, and uh, you, and you learn that over the stages of your trucking career. I think mean, long-term truck drivers will understand that. You know, in your in your twenties, you 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 are invincible. <laughs> When you're trucking in your 20s, there is nothing you can't do. There is no road you won't attack. There is nowhere you won't go. You need to get in your 30s and think, oh, that's a bit harsh. That, that sort of hurts a little <laughs> bit. But I'm still invincible because I'm in my 30s. And I want to think about going into your 40s. And then when you get into your 40s, you're going, yeah, look, I can't uh, I can't have beers at night and eat chicken schnitzel every night. I've got to probably eat a little bit better here and maybe, maybe go for a walk. That old idea of going for a walk is not a bad idea. And leave everyone behind. Leave your phone in the truck and go for a walk and and just get outside and, and do all that. So I've gone to learn all that over the years. And yeah, look, I was up there on my weight and, and I got my weight down and you know, I still struggle with my weight. I'm a big bloke. That's why they call me Yogi. I'm the big bear. We give, give good bags. I understand the concept of it all, but I have struggled over the years with my weight and my issues and all that points in between. So so physical and mental well-being is, is really good. And that's what I do like about this project. I I didn't know how to put it in my bio when we sort of come on as an ambassador, but um, 
this is here. This, this is now. Like this health and gear is here, and it is and it is run by the industry. It is. We've been working on this for the last twelve months, you know, in some way, shape, or form. So it's here. So it's for the industry. So it helps the industry. So don't think on a super cool trucker and you know what you're doing you've got help there and 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 i and i needed that a month ago i was i burnt myself out now i was good in my job good in my home life i was good at everything else so so i went i went, went on the health you know the health and gear the ww's and all the health and gear and the dot com and you start scrolling down you go no i'm doing all right here i'm, I'm eating okay i'm i'm you know financially okay i'm this i'm ticking all these boxes all these little subheadings you got there and you then you go the truck, the truck needs to be in good condition. Maybe the truck's not in good condition. Maybe I now I needed the wheel alignment. And the wheel alignment led me on to getting flogged because I was it was wheel aligned to the right, you know. So there's different elements that you need as an owner operator and as a driver and as a, and as a fleet driver. And I think healthy gear have got that going on. And and I really appreciate being there and I appreciate the help that I've got. Oh, that's excellent, Yogi. That's great. You just mentioned a little while ago, just in that little piece there, Yogi, about you were struggling with something along the lines of long-term fatigue. Yeah, long-term fatigue. How did that make you feel? Like, what was going through with you at that time? Oh, crap. Yeah, it just made you feel horrible. Like, I just, I don't know. I, 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 I didn't know what to think. I didn't know how to feel. I'm going, oh, it's, like, I'm struggling to get out of bed. You're struggling to, to sort of do the job, I'm, but I'm doing the job. Yeah, and I'm doing the job well. I'm still supplying a customer. I'm still getting the job done. I'm working it out. But I was, I was feeling like there was no end in sight at that point in time. You know, like we were, you know, we were we we weren't getting on top of jobs. So I'm I'm an independent, hundred percent independent owner operator. So I I rely on the phone ringing and the people ringing to say, look, I need you to cart this tractor. I need you to do that, right? So I, I was two to three weeks to get to jobs. And for me, I felt sitting there Easter Monday and, and I was just, I was off. And Amanda's like, you, you're good. And I said, oh, I'm just off. You know, like I just already know that I'm going to disappoint somebody this week. Oh, right. You know, like you, you already feel bad before you even put turn the key on and go to work. You already know that someone's going to ring and you can't do the job. And I felt bad in, within my skin and myself that I couldn't do it. Yep. And it was just, and it really was, I think a bit of long-term fatigue kicking in and, I haven't had a break in 24 years. I've had breaks, you know, but I've never not been trucking. I've always driven trucks. I've always been around the industry. I've never gone and sat on an excavator or, you know, like, yeah, gone milk cows or something, you know, like I've never done that, which, both of which I've done in my time. But, yeah, so I've always enjoyed the life. And I, that's that's the hardest bit to deal with is that I enjoy what I do and I'm and I'm happy here for what I feel like crap. Yeah, well, so where where's the answer? So, that's where health and gear has helped me because you you tailor down to the answers that you want and there's help there in different avenues. It's not, it's not, yeah, you're not, not, I don't know, your mental health isn't there. Like everything was ticking along and I'm functioning in society, you know, definitely, but I was just, I was just feeling off in some respects, you know. You know, Yogi, I think the biggest thing uh, that you've shared with us and our listeners is the fact that it's really important to have some awareness yeah, you know, sometimes you can you're just so into what you're doing that you, the blinkers are on and you're not aware. Like with you saying, "Look, I'm feeling off," that's probably the first big thing we want blokes to actually say to, to get the ball rolling, right? Yes, yes, for sure. Yeah, to start they start that whole process and and it's and I, and I'm 
as you said earlier, I'm out there, you know, there's no doubt about it. And I don't mind being out there. And, and I'm very good at uh, taking myself out of the situation that I'm in at this current time. And, and I just stand there and have a look at myself and go, what, what's going on? You know, like, so start talking about it. Like, it, it, it's, it's, it's easy. Well, that's the hardest bit. But we all start with uh, small steps, right? Yeah. And we continue to keep building it. Yep. Helping Gear is here to support you in getting your health and well-being back on track. Created by truck drivers for truck drivers, the website offers a range of practical tips, tools and resources to support you in feeling happier and healthier on the road and at home. Check out healthinggear.com.au. That's healthinggear.com.au for more information. Obviously, uh, having been out and about and noticing that uh, things had been a little bit tough for you in recent times, would that have been a, a bit of an escalation or a byproduct of a pretty tough year last year in 2020 with COVID, Yogi? Yeah, definitely. COVID's, COVID um, has made it it's made it extremely hard to be in the trucking industry, you know, like, and especially for me that crosses countries and crosses borders. We, we've... I've tested twice for COVID at Port Augusta on the way over and the way back. I got a text message last night from the WA police saying that you might have been in New South Wales if you have. There's a COVID case in Sydney. Like you've got to present or you've got to go on quarantine. So we're constantly getting flogged with different changing things. And I and I understand that it is a changing world, COVID. So it's been a real hard 12 months for everybody, I think concerned and everybody in the industry but hats off to the transport industry they've done everything that's been asked they've, they've handled everything that's been thrown at them and there's been no transmitted cases from transport so it's been really really good to see but it definitely it's definitely plays on people's minds the idea of no work the idea of the world imploding the idea of no supply and product i think in the next Throw sort of three, four months over the winter. I think the winter is going to be long because there is no product around in the world for the last, you know, shutdowns last year. So it'll take its toll. And if you, I mean, there's definitely help around that COVID area, but it's all new. And right, okay, Yogi. So earlier you mentioned uh, your lovely family. You've got, I believe, Amanda and and the kids and so forth. Yep. So maintaining connections and just generally keeping well when you're on the road. What are some of your tips with regards to connections? <laughs> Well, yeah, see, see, I mean, look, I'm old enough to grow up in uh, in the world of not having a mobile. Like, yeah, back in the day, you never had a mobile. Yeah. So, you know, I think I didn't get my first one until I was 19 or 20. And it was only that, and it didn't work in the bush where I was logging in the high plains in Victoria. It didn't work at all. So it only worked down in the low country. But but now I've kind of understood, and, and I guess that's why I'm across a lot of things, is I had to get across social media. So yeah, you have to, you have to stay in touch. So like the, you know, we're, here we are Snapchatting. I'm like, you know, I'm a Snapchatter. Look, look at me go. And all grown up because I've got Twitter and stuff like that, you know. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, but it's it's we've had to to stay in touch with the kids. Um, because so I've got yeah, two kids, uh, fifteen and a and a twelve year old. Uh, the fifteen year old boy, he's not so much into trucks, and I get that. And uh, and uh, and the twelve year old, well, she wants to get into the police force, which is, which is good. I'm, I'm encouraging that. Don't get me wrong. Some days we're at, at other loggerheads of evil ends or different yeah, scales. Right. You know, scales. But at the end of the day, that's a really good career and a really good option. And, and we're really encouraging uh, my daughter to get involved in stuff like that. So she's got a bit of drive about that. And my, and my son's got the work ethic as well. So, But 
they he didn't want to come in the truck. So, and they're both not really into the trucks, but I've actually probably burnt them out too because my wife, Amanda, does my pilot work. So we truck a lot. We're always together in the business. So in the early stages, I've been an owner-operator now for about eight, nine years. So in the early stages, you know, when they were seven, eight, nine, we were saving the good jobs for the weekend. So Saturday, Sunday, here we are out there doing the, the good paying jobs because I need Amanda, but then Amanda needs to bring the kids and then the kids don't have a break. And, you know, so I get that they're burned out and they they don't so much want to be in the industry. But I think one day the young bloke might go, oh, well, you know, dad didn't do too bad out of truck and we lived a pretty good life. He might come back in there. But um, so, but yeah, look, so I guess the long and the short is that, yeah, we've had to get the social media and uh, and I've made myself, like text the kids or you you ring the kids or yeah because they get a bit caught up in their world too and, and we've we're brought up independent kids as well you know like country kids are independent at best so they get it they so I've I've, I've had to change my ways like like ride a motorbike I, I've never ridden a motorbike I, I love trucks right everything about trucks is so I've never had a motorbike so I bought a motorbike because the young bloke was motorbike riding in the scrub. And I had no, no idea where he was. And I thought, well, I better go get a motorbike. <laughs> a motorbike riding, you know. So, so little things like that. And, yeah, and, and I've taught all my kids to drive. I've got five acres at home. They all know how to. They can drive anything to both of them. And, and just that. There's nothing. Don't get me wrong. I don't particularly want to sit there Sunday afternoon spinning around in a Honda Excel out the back of the block going around and around in circles. But also now I get to spend time with the kids if I do it. So Yeah, yeah. that's nice. Hey, you mentioned earlier that you've got, five or six really good mates yep. in the industry. How often do you connect with them? Because I think having a really best mate resonates well with helping people stay on top of stuff. <laughs> yeah, I do. And I, I did that. I did that uh, was today, Thursday. So Tuesday afternoon, I was uh, out around Port Augusta and I was, phone wasn't ringing and it's all good, you know, because a lot of my work, my calls are all work and stuff like that. And and the phone wasn't ringing and I, and I was at a loose end. I didn't know what to do, you know? Yeah. So I went to my favourites list and I start going through the numbers and I start ringing them. And first one I ring is having a massage so he can't talk. So that was no good. <laughs> the, next, the, next, the next one I ring, he's in the scrub somewhere. It goes straight to message bank. And I'm going, oh, buddy, hell, look, this, look, none of these blokes want to talk to me. And, I'm a, and then the next one, and then I've seen a, a Snapchat. I've seen a Snapchat of another one who, who's uh, another good mate of mine who was 40 yesterday. He, um he was doing an ambulance call, so he was taking someone to the Royal Flying Doctor, and I thought, well, I can't ring him because he's busy, you know, and so I didn't, so I didn't left that alone, and then I actually turned the radio on because no, none of my mates had answered. <laughs> didn't get through. Didn't get through, and I'm thinking, far out. What's wrong with you, like, you know? Like, come on, I'm bringing you to see what's going on here. So so you've got to make the effort, and and we we all live in a busy world, and, and I get it, but you've got to make the effort, you know, like, and, um, and, and, and actually I rang my mum as well, <laughs> so there's five, five of them that rang and I rang mum as well and mum was working and she happened to walk past the phone and she said what's wrong what's wrong because I rang her it's three o'clock in the afternoon what's the matter what's the matter no no it's all good <laughs> see mum see mum mum grew up with dad trucks and 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 not having a mobile so mum would have no idea until the six o'clock news if dad gonna come home or not uh yeah you know like yeah so you hear on the six o'clock news truck crash on the hume Whoa, oh, hang on a minute. Hell. You'd hope that someone's going to ring, you know, so there's no phone, so there's nothing like that. So, so dad had come home, you know, all good, right? We can live quite another day. So, <laughs> so if you're ringing mum at three o'clock on the mobile in the afternoon, something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, what's wrong? What's wrong? What's wrong? No, no, mum, it's good. I just, I just, I said, because I was at their place on the weekend, I was like, having a good weekend, and I'm thankful for the good weekend. 
thanks for all the food that you've sent me to all that type of stuff, you know. So yeah, so it's uh, you got it, you got to make the effort, I think, and and I really do try to to maybe distance myself as much as they are good mates. They are truck drivers and owner operators as well, so I've got to distance myself and a couple aren't, so which is good. I got a couple of mates that I go away with that are shearers, so they don't drive trucks and I don't shear sheep, so we get on really well. Awesome. So yeah, it's just that understanding, and that's hard. I think you got to. You get cocooned in this little padded cell here for a lot of the time. And I think if you can find someone that's different to what you do, you'll, you'll go really well in life. I, I really agree with that. That's excellent. What would be the best piece of advice you could leave our listeners with? It's the one percenters in life that really make the life the best. You know, you can you can get caught up in in big dreams and big goals and big ideas. And I, and I had a massive idea yesterday of, it's my pre-retirement and I, and I was going to set up this caravan and, and do all this stuff and, and fly around Australia and it'll cost me millions, but it really was a good, it was a good idea to think about. And I'll have that discussion with Amanda later on, but, but I think the, the thing is four wee picks for brekkie and I made myself a good coffee in the morning, right? So there's just simple things in life. Like I've got, I've got a good breakfast. I've got a good start. The little things in life will make your life the best. So just concentrate on the little one percent as I reckon that gets me through. Yeah. Great advice, great advice. Well, Yogi, like to thanks for the chat today. It's been great sharing your stories with our listeners. I'd just like to say that all the work you're doing out there is really appreciated. So I'd like to encourage you to drive safe and, and take care of yourself. Yeah, no worries. Thanks thanks for tuning in and tuning in to many more. Health and Gear's really got it switched on. You can't be in the right gear and the right health and all that points and tweets, so they're onto it. So it's good, good to be a part of it, good to be involved. And yeah, thanks. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Make sure you subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts or hit follow on Spotify to be notified when the next episode becomes available. In the meantime, be sure to check out Health and Gear online at www.healthandgear.com.au and follow us on Instagram at Health and Gear. Take care and keep the wheels rolling. <laughs>